0: Welcome to the Nurturing Wellness Group Foundation podcast. The Nurturing Wellness Group is a 501c3 nonprofit located in Michigan. Our primary focus is to help students and young adults overcome barriers that prevent or delay their success in school and in life by providing them with access to a holistic support system. Please reach out to us at thenurturingwellnessgroupfoundation.org. Hi, welcome to the Nurturing Wellness Group Foundation podcast. This is Terry Brinston, the CEO of the Nurturing Wellness Group Foundation. I have joining me today, Carla Saunders. Hello. Hey, today I, you know, I had a rough week, Carla. <laughs> you. Oh
1: my goodness. Busy, busy and craziness. Holy, holy. You know what? The weather is amazing. But
0: You know, at the end of the year, you know, with being in education, it's just so much to do, you know, it's just, it's just so much to do. How are your kids in in the Sunday school and your youth, how are they doing?
1: You know what? They're doing good also. Uh, They're a little crazy because they know they're about to get out of school and they're just talking about all the things they're going to do. And I'm like, okay, well, that's great. (laughs) Glad for you. (laughs) (laughs) Because right? <laughs> right. I'm still adulting, okay? I still got to go to work,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, I guess, um, you know, at the end of the year, it's sort of bittersweet for me hmm. because I know that my students, they are sick and tired of my voice. <laughs> <laughs> because I promise them, I teach literally every single day, every single day. And I have my students for an entire year okay so they don't have they don't get a break from me and 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 one of my classes classes is a block so i have them for two hours but uh so there are they are oh goodness they're get we get i told them in the beginning of the year the very first day i tell them that i'm going to get on your nerve and you're going to get on my nerve and so <laughs> we just got to learn you know to just deal with each other <laughs> And so I, I grow to really, really love them, you know, because, you know, we we develop a really strong relationship, a professional relationship. And, you know, I, I, I like to say that I don't become their friend. I am their mentor. I'm someone that they can go to and they can confide in. I don't want to know their business. <laughs> so, but, you know, I'm that professional mentor for them. One of the things I want to talk about today, uh, the subject of our podcast Is life skills a lost art? (laughs) You
1: are hitting the nail on the head. Oh, my my goodness. goodness. You know, I need to hear this. Yeah,
0: I you know, I and I tell you, I, I thought about this, Carla, because at the end of the year, I do this this activity to keep my young people busy my students, very busy, and to also to show them what they're made of, okay? So I'll give you a little bit of background about what it is. I use this with our anatomy and physiology curriculum, and I kind of do it like an amazing race type of a platform. Mm-hmm. Each one of my students, they have to have a partner, and so I tell them to pick wise, right? And so the, the theory behind that is you have to work with people in your life. You know, you, you can be a loner all you want. You can hide behind that social media on your phone and, you know, text people and send out Instagrams and all of that. And you're really hiding behind your phone. But in real life, when you start to work, you have to communicate with people. And so sometimes you have you can pick who your partner is, meaning your co-worker or or, you know, people who you have to interact with. But sometimes you don't. But for this particular activity that we do in class, they are privileged to be able to pick their partner, okay? So they pick their partner, and what they do is they have to uh, go into each one of the body systems. So, for example, we'll say respiratory system, right? Okay, And so in the respiratory system, and there's six different activities that are available that they have to pick from. OK, and so I give them a, uh, six different cards and we put it in a, in a canister and they have to pick out four and they have to do these different different activities based on the four that they picked. And so, of course, before they start, they have to do a little background information on the on the on the system and they have to do um, some additional reading and things like that. They do that individual, but then individually, but then when they come together to do these activities, they have to do them together. All right. Hmm. And so there's a couple of rules that I require that they do. They cannot say, Miss President, what do you do? Or how do you do that? You have to be able to form a question. And in order to move to the different section or to, different the, to the different system, they have to come over together and they have to ask, how do I do X, Y, and Z? They can't just say, how do you do this? They have to read it. They have to formulate a question. And then they have to come to me together and request the next section or the copy of the paper and things like that. And all of the activities, it requires them to create a video or to do a service uh, learning um, announcement, or they have to uh, make Play-Doh and actually measure it out and build something. But the activity is amazing. But what's more amazing than that is seeing them struggle <laughs> with the soft skills. Oh,
1: wow. Are the really?
0: Oh, my gosh. They'll come to me and they'll say, I I need, um, you know, that paper, you know, the name of that thing. (laughs) And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, you know, of course I know what they're talking about. And, you know, I have, you know, my assistant that works in the class with me and I tell her, do not finish the sentence for them. Do not tell them what they need. They have to ask, you know, and then they cannot move on if their partner is absent, they cannot uh, finish an activity if both of them are not on the same page. So you can see them being frustrated and not really knowing how to uh, interact with their partner. But I'm finding that our young people—they don't know how to talk to each other. They don't know how to encourage each other. They do not they are they they just give up when things get too hard. Like I purposefully made this project just so long <laughs> they have 12 wow. systems in three weeks and they get so frustrated because they're like this is too much work you know so they get frustrated they're they're not organized they don't know uh, they, they want to give up I have had so many teachers come to me and say Miss Brinstead, your students are just talking about you they're so mad at you and I said you know I'm trying to show them what they're made of right you know what are you made of because you are going to get frustrated you are going to have things that happen in the in your life that's going to make you want to give up but you got to eat
1: <laughs> this is true you know yeah
0: oh, it is it's it's so it's so good to see it but you know and i and, and every day i ask them they have to uh, to rate their level of frustration.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, you are hard. I know. I love oh, it. I but love it's account- it. but. But you're implementing a lot of stuff there too, Terry. That accountability, yes. Uh, yes. with each other, and for them to build together and to make them have to speak. So now, when a student is not there, in order to for their portion of it. Does the other student, you know, reach out to them or?
0: Yeah, you know, that's another thing that actually I didn't count on that being a benefit. I didn't really think about that. I didn't take it in consideration. So when a a student is is not there, they're calling them. You know, they're saying, look, you're not here. I cannot move on if you're not here. So I saw an increase in attendance. (laughs) so I mean it was just an you know an organic benefit you know they they are accountable for each other and so they didn't want to let their partner down yeah it's really it's really amazing and so once they they go through this particular process for their final exam I asked them to rate um how did you do how did you do? How did you do with this particular uh, activity? Rate yourself. So for example, I say um, rate from one to five, um, taking an action, your action in your learning, taking, you know, an active role in your learning, rate yourself. Rate yourself with self-management and coping skills. Rate yourself with um, uh, prioritizing. Setting limits, adapting to multiple activities, you know, did you multitask well, you know, were you organized, were you dependable and not only, and you know, there's some, some other areas and not only to rate their self, but to also rate their partners, hmm. you know, so that they can get feedback. And then after they do all of that, you know, rating their self, I have them to really create a plan of action. You know, it is so profound. Uh, You know, I've been doing this for a few years of how present the young people get to their shortcomings. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty profound, but it really is around, you know, of course, I get the content out there, learning anatomy and physiology and all of that but they really learn so much more about who they are. And a lot of times you don't learn that
1: until after you graduate and you go through some trials. Wow. Terry, you mentioned in the beginning that these are how was that life skills or soft skills are a lost art? Well, I actually
0: said life skills, but when I look at life skills, I kind of use them interchangeably, I think you know, Mm life skills and soft skills, you know, learning how to, you know, this is something that really burns me up. When my students walk into, when you walk into an empty room, I mean, I'm not an empty room, but when you walk into a room and someone is there, you need to greet them. You know, my students, you know, they don't do that. You know, I see a lot of adults that don't do that. And, you know, you take that life skill and then you go on a job, (laughs) right? And it becomes a soft skill,
1: right? Right. And so when you go
0: into your place of employment, you have to greet your people that you work with. It's so that you can have a better environment, you know, have a nice day, please. And thank you. Excuse me. You know, so, yeah, it's just these types of things we don't do. And that's
1: because we don't talk to each other. You know mm-hmm. we don't and you know terry you are so right with that because the young people that i pass every day whether it's at church or if it's at work or is it just on my daily um regime mm-hmm. they don't even speak to you yeah. it's like open up the door they'll come in they're looking at their cell phone and they'll get the door for themselves and it's like bam it just slammed on me and i'm like <laughs> really. It's like the days of chivalry are gone. Right. It's like those things. But then again, these are things that they are learned because with my sons growing up, I always took them out. We went out to dinner and I had them to like pull my chair back nice. and to open up, open up the door for me. I would just take my time, slow down and they'd go through the door and I'd just be standing outside the door looking <laughs> at them kind of crazy. <laughs> is you going to get the door for me or oh what? God. You know, but then what happened is that It ended up being a part of them because it was something that they had learned that you do open a door for a female, whether it's somebody that you're with or not. You do pull out the chair for them, you know, and you do say, hello, look a person in the eye, because in these days and times, you really do need to be looking (laughs) at individuals. Right. Only because you know when you hear the start the uh, the sad stories, you know people are in in the grocery store and somebody's you know like stabbing them mm-hmm. because they're not paying attention, mm-hmm. and or either you're walking in a mall and somebody just up and just stabs you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, right. you know, we have to pay attention. Yeah, you do. And what better way than to making eye contact with an individual because that gives you power also. Right, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's that's a really good point, and you're right. And you know, and it may be. You know, just northern versus southern, you know, no matter where you are in the country, you know, you may have, uh, you know, your cultures may be a little bit different. But, you know, what I'm finding is our world is getting smaller. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, the negative things spread a lot quicker than the positive ones. (laughs) Yes. You cannot afford to drop the ball on these life skills. You really cannot because they're so important. You know what, Carla, what I find when you have someone who does have those skills, they're polite, you Mm -hmm. know, they look nice. It's almost
1: shocking. Yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) know? When someone opens the door for me, like when a young person comes through and they open up the door for me, I'll be like, well, thank you, young man. Or thank you, my little sister, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But that's very rare and quite few.
0: Right. It definitely is. You know, as, as, as educators and definitely as parents, you, you bring a good point, you know, you taught your child to do that, you know? And I, and I, the same people always tell me, man, your children are so nice and well And polite, I'm thinking, no, this is just what society should require, um, you know, that they're, that they are polite, (laughs) you know, but that's not anymore. But it is our responsibility to really be intentional about teaching these things. I was talking with a a friend of mine and she was sharing with me that, um, you know, we were talking about this particular subject. And she said that the first time that her son got sick when he was at college he had to go to to the emergency, and uh, he just really didn't know what to do. You know, he didn't handle it well. He ended up leaving emergency and going home. Now, he had been seen, but because he didn't speak up, he didn't give them all the information, he actually left and was still sick and didn't receive any type of treatment. And so that lack of communication, I remember when my boys were young, you know, when they were uh, in middle school, if I took them to the doctor, I sat down when we got to the doctor's office, they had to go to the desk and sign their self in. Okay. Mm. And talk to the, to the nurse and let them know who they were and why they were there. And when they got their paperwork, I let them sign, fill it out, you know, and, it, and of course I had to help them. And of course we, you know, we are so impatient um you we don't have time I want you I want to write that let me do it no write it down it needs to be legible and I used to make my boys fill out their paperwork and when we went back to see the doctor until you know when they you know were too young to go back there by herself I when the doctor said what's wrong they looked at me and I said no he's going to tell you and you know you have to give your young people opportunities to speak or they won't
1: <laughs> right and that is true yeah. you are so right yeah. You know,
0: the way that I kind of look at this is that you have to really think about as parents that you are raising someone's husband. You are Mm -hmm. raising someone's wife. You are raising Mm -hmm. a contributing member of society, okay? So you have to not raise them as your baby. You are preparing them for life. And, you know, you need to really pour into them the values and the ethics and the the skills, so that they can really be able to survive in this world. Okay, you don't want them to become the world. You want them to be able to survive in the world with their ethics and their morals and values. So if it's, if you're if you have a, a faith-based uh, background and you want to make sure that that continues, then you have to you have to be the one to pour that in them, to give them that foundation. You got to teach them how to speak. You have to teach them how to navigate this world. You know, right. everything is not on the internet, you know, and everything that, that's good for them is not, you know, you, you just have to be able to cipher through the the good things and the bad things. And that's really what I love about what we do through the Nurturing Wellness Group Foundation and our What Now platform is we provide an opportunity for the young people to develop their leadership skills. Um, You know, when you join the, uh, the platform and you go on and they register, there's a little box that says, do you want to be a part of a leadership team? And through that, we give them opportunities to be leaders. So they come on conference calls with us and they give their opinions and they go to workshops and they have opportunities to interact with young people. They have opportunities to interact with people in industry and people who are leaders. And so it's just a wonderful opportunity. You have those opportunities in high school through student government and cheerleading and Mm -hmm. football and things like that. But guess what? That goes away when you graduate. And so this is a platform where they can become a part of and truly further develop their leadership skills and these soft skills in their life skills as well.
1: That is just so awesome that we provide these services. You know, and another thing also um, are those enrichment classes, which bring about that training in order to hone in on skills that they need. So yes, we're like the whole package, (laughs) Terry. we're the whole package. Wow, We need people to understand that we are, before you can do anything else in life, you really need to be able to hone in on certain skills like your integrity, you know, your pillars and so forth. And that's what we bring uh, to the table for these individuals so they can excel in whatever they choose to do right and they're equipped with the right equipment and that is so
0: important so just like my little activity in the classroom the what now platform gives our young people an opportunity to do little tasks like that they can partner with an uh we have um they 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 partner with a with a, a member of the what now family and we give them weekly and monthly tasks to just kind of challenge them to be the best them yeah Yes. yeah so great great opportunity for for us to truly pour into our young people great opportunity for you as our listeners to pour in as well if you uh, are interested in becoming a professional partner and and want to know how you can be uh, come a part of what we're doing. Please reach out to us at nurturingwellnessgroupfoundation.org and click on to our contact. It's a contact us link. You can go ahead and fill out that form, and we will get back with you as soon as possible. You can ask us any questions, and you can learn how you can be a part of the What Now family. All right. Yes. All right. Well, I hope you were blessed by this subject. I know. I know. I'm tired. <laughs> but uh in the next couple weeks i'll be off and uh sorry carla yeah (laughs) so that means that means we're going to be working a lot harder with the nursery wellness group foundation i'll have all this time but um so i'm looking forward to enjoying my summer but i'm so looking forward to being able to pour into these amazing people that we're working with through the what now platform Yes. Anything else, Ms. Carla? Just be well. All right, guys. You have a blessed week and I'll see you soon. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us on the Nurturing Wellness Group Foundation podcast. I hope you have a better understanding of what we do and how we can serve you. Please look us up at nurturingwellnessgroupfoundation.org and we look forward
1: to serving you.